0: what's going on gamers it's your boy digs gaming welcome back to all funking's gaming news and i am joined by your boy sir meliotis how's it feel to be back meliotis we skipped last week because of well life and now we're back how does it feel
1: feels good Feels good all
0: right so since we missed last week we're going to go over a few things that happened last week because there were some big things and then we'll get into the stuff from this week first things first uh 343 studio head Bonnie Ross is leaving the company after 15 years citing uh, family medical issues and this is pretty big because again this is a studio head and she was also one of the founders of the company uh, Meliodas what do you think of this considering you know this is the company that now makes the Halo games
1: well, she wouldn't have left if it wasn't in good hands so I think they're they're going to be completely alright So
0: Yeah, she is replaced by a Halo veteran whose name I cannot find right now. So, sorry about that. But there's also reports from a Microsoft insider, or an Xbox insider, sorry, that she might have been forced out. And that's pretty interesting that that is the case. I don't know what that is. It's just coming from an insider. So, if that is the case, it looks like they are... Looks like Microsoft was really disappointed by how 343 tried to honor Halo or try to make good Halo games. I I don't know how to feel about that, if this is the case. Because I don't know if it was 343 if it was Microsoft themselves that really had Halo go the way it did the past few years.
1: Uh, Who can can really say? I mean, Microsoft does like, like they said. They let their studios have greater freedom. So it's, 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 it's on both because Microsoft didn't put their foot down and say, hey, this is how we want our Halo game to be. And then the 343 is just, you know, it happened.
0: Yeah, well, with the, last, with the game said, 343 has done, the Halo games. Halo 4 was good. Halo 5 Guardians, people want to forget.
1: Halo 4 was decent. <laughs> good no, Halo Four is Okay, we'll save decent. Halo Five Guardians is complete trash. Sorry.
0: And then Halo Infinite had a good launch, but what they've done post-launch has really hurt that game. Really hurt that game. So maybe a change at the studio can help. Maybe it won't. We shall see. Moving on, we had a couple of showcases. One. The first one was a Nintendo Direct, and both of these were on the same day, so that was pretty interesting. And for the Nintendo Direct, we actually got a lot of information. from it. First game that was shown off is a new Fire Emblem game called Engage. And if you're a Fire Emblem fan, it just looks like it's more of what to expect from a from well Fire Emblem game. Now I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Meliodas, have you? And so we can't really say much about this, but from what I can see. Look pretty good. It Takes Two is coming to the Switch. The 2021 Game of the Year, which I still think should not have won Game of the Year. But hey, what do I know? You're
1: actually, actually, I actually played It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very good. Yeah, it is. Game, very of, good. The, I just game of the Year worthy? No, but game it's, it's yeah. Oh yeah,
0: it was a, it was a very well made game. I just think with the competition that it had, because remember, it beat out Resident Evil Village, Russian Clank, Rift Apart. And a few others that probably could have won it over it. So, I mean, that was the biggest shock. Tunic is coming to the Switch on September 27th. So now it's come to all three platforms. It came to Xbox first, then PlayStation, and now it's coming to Switch. Some Nintendo 64 games that are going to be coming to the Switch Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, Pilot Wing 64, and the big one, GoldenEye
1: 007. Um, and jojo
0: was so excited when i had told you guys about that so that is pretty
1: that, that is be, pretty interesting that'd be really fun to play on the switch especially with the um what is it like the what did they call it the gyro controls on the switch how the um in 64 used to like the funny aiming with the guns. so it'd be really fun especially with the elite um what is it the switch elite controller or pro controller i might i might check it out i might grab it
0: uh So we had a new trailer for Bayonetta 3, but they didn't show it at the event. It was uploaded to the YouTube channel, and they just said, go check out the new trailer on their YouTube channel. Which I never got a chance to check out, but that's pretty weird. Why would you not just have the trailer on there?
1: Uh, I might check it out. I'm still iffy about Bayonetta 3. Yeah, yeah a lot of people are we have a
0: release date for crisis core final fantasy 7 it is coming december 13th i've already got my pre-order in for that one i cannot wait for that to come out resident evil village is coming to the switch but as a cloud version
1: i mean that's you gotta think about it <laughs> that's the only way it's going to like physically run that console, unless mm. you want to play two 240p 20 not even 20 like six frames a second so it's it's really relying off your how good your internet capability is, and that's. Um, I think they did another game. It was a game called Control. They did like that, and I played the demo. It Actually, ran really good if you got like really stable internet connection. So cloud gaming for Switch could really go a lot a long way, especially how Microsoft cloud gaming and um, Sony is implementing that um, cloud gaming as well. So uh,
0: Mario Strikers Battle League. We're gonna have Pauline and Diddycon coming. The next wave, of course, is coming to Mario Kart 8 is Peach Garden and Merry Mountain. Also, golf is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch Sports, but that has been delayed to holiday instead of fall. Pikmin 4 has been announced. A lot of people were excited about that, but they kind of trolled the fans a little bit. Somebody had come on and first announced Pikmin Bloom, a mobile game, and when you're all like, wait a minute, that's all we're going to get? And then, boom, Pikmin 4.
1: (laughs) And mobile games. I don't
0: know. Uh, seafood is coming to the Switch November 8th. And that's another game I think could work well on the Switch just because of what it does graphically. So probably could work. Uh, I-
1: martial arts game?
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. I-, I got it. I still haven't played it yet. I still have to play it. Kirby's Return to Dream Land Deluxe is releasing February 24th. The last thing is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. And it's officially called Tears of the Kingdom, and it is coming on May twelfth. Um, that Dust was off big my one.
1: switch and beat Breath of the Wild. Yes, I haven't beat Breath of the Wild yet. Oh, don't worry about that. I I'm,
0: haven't beat it either. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure a lot of people who played Breath of the Wild haven't beat it yet. But um, yeah. <laughs> it gives me gives me more reason to actually go in and beat it now. Yeah, after I capture all the guardians, and then I can jump right into the new one.
0: Yes. Yeah, so a lot of people were excited about that. And for the Nintendo Direct, it was a pretty good showcase. Now, was it better than the PlayStation State of Play? We will talk about that right now. So again, these happened on the same day, a few hours apart. Now, the State of Play only saw 10 games, but they were 10 pretty good games. So the first game was Tekken 8. We got our first trailer for Tekken 8, and we got some gameplay. And
1: Did you see the transition? Yes, I did. Did you see that game looks so good?
0: I know. I'm I'm not a big fan of fighting games, but I might just get this
1: just from how it looks. looks, It looks so good. I know. After that, we got... Sorry, but did I say it looks better than Street Fighter? Sorry. It looks better than Street Fighter coming out, so... They have some competition now. (laughs) Come on, Capcom. What are you
0: doing? Hey, hey. You know what? Competition is good for gaming. It just makes better games. Let's keep that in mind. Competition is what makes games games. Without competition, you have the Madden series. We don't want the Madden series at all. Then we got two VR games. The first one is a Star Wars game called Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. And then the second one is, I believe it's like a tabletop, um, like those type of games um, demo. Uh, I cannot pronounce it right now. I am sorry about that. But yeah, so two new VR games for the PlayStation VR 2. I'm not surprised Star Wars is getting into the PlayStation VR 2. And then this one, like I said, is kind of like a, a tabletop game. Uh, not the most exciting thing in the world, but you know what? We got to see more PlayStation VR 2 games, and we'll have more on PlayStation VR 2 later. Next up was a remake from Sega called Like a Dragon Ishe, which
1: that looks good,
0: yeah. It's a spin off of the Yakuza series. We got the PlayStation only quest for Hogwarts Legacy, and it looks creepy and everything you want to see from a mission from Harry, from Harry Potter. So, yeah, that looks pretty good. And Melios, did you see a Pacific Drive?
1: I have not. What is it?
0: Okay, so this is pretty interesting. You are playing a character who is... You're basically driving a car away from something very scary. That's the simplest way to put it, but it describes the game so perfectly. And mm. it just looks very suspenseful. And for those that like a good scare, it looks like it's perfect for them. So.
1: All right, y'all check it out.
0: We got some information on the PlayStation Stars program that is free to join and... You earn points that can get you, uh, that, that you can redeem. I think it's like virtual trophies and stuff like that. So,
1: kind of like Xbox, what is it? Xbox rewards. Yeah. That's nice. Well, can't you earn more than, can't you earn more from Xbox rewards? I'm actually yeah. not sure about that. If you buy, it's like a certain amount of quests you go in, Xbox rewards, you go in, it's like, weekly stuff like for new games that come out says buy this game earn an achievement you get a certain amount of points and then you can redeem those points to get like a um, a gift card or you can like enter a sweepstakes or something like this um it's a lot of stuff but i think sony's going to be going that direction too which is very neat it gives players who play a lot of games and like spend a lot of time on their console a big thank you for like basically buying and playing games. so it's neat
0: yeah i think so too i think this will get better over time we finally got the official name for Project Eve. It is Stellar Blade, and the game looks amazing. I don't know if you checked out Meliotis, but it really does look amazing. And then we also got Rise of the Ronin, which is from Team Ninja. It kind of does look like a Ghost of Tsushima clone, but it looks like it's being very well made. And, I mean, you got to trust Team Ninja. They have a very good track record, so I think this game's going to be pretty good. And then the last
1: Although thing, I want another ninja guiding game team, Ninja. i doing, but.
0: <laughs> uh, you and a lot of people, Meliodas, you and a lot of people. And the last thing was God of War Ragnarok. Yes. Now, the first thing they showed up was, did you see the limited edition controller? Please tell yes. me you saw the limited saw edition it. controller. Oh I my God, it. that looks amazing.
1: Uh, I I get it? I don't know. What uh, did you all got? <laughs> I don't
0: know if I would get that. I don't think I will, but oh my god, it looks absolutely amazing. And then we got the trailer, and that was even more amazing.
1: The best line in the trailer, Death can have me when it earns me. I'm so ready for God of War, right? You know what
0: was my favorite part of the trailer? The ending where he's fighting Thor.
1: Thor, yes. Oh he, my, called back yeah, his, that he called is... back his axe, he called back his hammer. It's so, that was so beautiful. Oh
0: my god, That this game looks absolutely amazing, and really, are we shocked? No! Of course not, because I mean, Santa Monica Studio has a great track record, and the 2018 God of War won Game of the Year, and it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, people cannot wait for this game to come out, and this is definitely going to be a contender for Game of the Year if it looks even half as good as what this trailer showed off.
1: the last game with Kratos, and it has to be a good send-off. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh
0: yeah. Oh man. But with the state of play, that was a definite B plus A minus. I don't know what to go with because it was still only 10 games, but wow. I mean, PlayStation really knows what they're doing with these, you know, the state of plays and the showcases. They know what they're doing. They know how to set people's expectations. And they just know what kind of games would go well with these type of events. Now, my question is, could we see one more PlayStation event or state of play before the year is out? We could, I don't know if we will. What do you think,
1: Meliodas? Before the year is out? Because they still have a lot lot to show off. Yeah, a full event, no. Probably a new game, if not two new games they're working on. Hopefully Microsoft throws something out there because still waiting. (laughs) Lady. I just got news. I heard news. I forget. It was some studio that Microsoft stated of Decay Undead lab studio got the or oh, they're getting help. Are they getting help from the Halo studio? They're getting help from one of the in, in Microsoft in-house studios to get help with um, State of Decay 3. So progression is going with that. So I can't wait for that. Not to needs.
0: mention the Perfect Dark reboot that is now being done by Crystal Dynamics and not uh the initiative we all know the well, craziness.
1: Yeah, well I can say with Crystal Dynamics, their RPG, the Avengers is trash. I'm sorry. But they can really like Yeah, but isn't... they don't
0: make those type of games. I mean that's yeah that's not yeah, their yeah. style. I mean yeah. you look at the Tomb Raider games yeah. that they made I mean and then you put them on a game like Avengers mm-hmm. and then they come back with Guardians of the Galaxy. See well, Microsoft. Oh, that? oh not, uh, sorry. My, I'm sorry. That Microsoft. was Idol's Montreal. My bad. My bad. That was yeah. Idols.
1: Well, Marvel should have did. They should have just let Crystal Dynamics do the single player because they can do very good single yeah. player. And then they could have had another studio work on the in-house RPG aspects of it, and it would have been a good game. But having them tackle both, it wasn't fair. So it, it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I, I know. We got a little sidetracked, guys. Sorry about that, but. Hey, we've been gone for a week, so we have a lot to get off our chest. Moving on, we got official word from PlayStation that PlayStation VR 2 is not going to support original PlayStation VR games, and that was expected. It's still disappointing, but it makes a lot of sense because of what PlayStation VR 2 is and pretty much how advanced it is over PlayStation VR. Well, the original PlayStation VR. So, yeah, it's disappointing, but... I that's mean, with the sense controllers and the way the new headset is, and just from what they've done with PlayStation VR two, it was kind of expected. And I saw you make a face, Meliodas.
1: That falls back to them with their whole their whole backwards compatibility thing. That sucks to where like your whole catalog of your games that you bought for your PlayStation 4 VR, which I can see that the PlayStation 4, when I go on a PlayStation store, the PlayStation 4 VR games are compatible with uh, PS5. So I I don't know if they couldn't find a way to be compatible or if they, they, I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be. I just think at launch, it's not- Yeah, I think that launch is not going to be there. And then it's going to be like a couple months down the line to where they do like a hot fix to where you can find... Yeah, that's probably
0: what we're going to be. Like some of the best, like even not even the best of the best, just a lot of games that, you know, people really enjoyed that they're Mm -hmm. just going to like port over to VR2. Not necessarily uh, a remake, uh, but, you know, just port uh, over. That could uh, be what they do.
1: Like an integrated update like yeah. how they do with like next gen we're yeah. still saying next gen even though it's carrying like next gen versions of this game is now yeah. Xbox and PlayStation 5 enhanced with 60 frames and all this so I can see them doing that in the future so.
0: yeah again this was totally expected from a lot of people that had realized what PlayStation VR 2 was all about but it's still disappointing and I do completely understand that 100% Moving on, Microsoft CEO has responded to the Activision Blizzard deal. And what he said is, of course, any acquisition of this size will go through scrutiny, but we feel very, very confident that we'll come out. And then he later went on to said, so if this is about competition, let's have competition. And I mean, this is nothing new that we've heard. I mean, pretty much everybody that has talked about this deal, has basically come to the same conclusion. It's going to go through. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about a deal that was $70 billion, of course, you're going to be doing a thorough investigation to it. And when it involves, you know, Xbox buying Activision that does Call of Duty, which is still the biggest franchise in video games right now, none of that's going to change, it seems, in the next few years. Then... Of course, this is going to happen. And of course, when you have your competition Sony that does a lot of profit off of Call of Duty, of course, they're going to put their two cents in and try to make sure that they get a fair deal from this and that Call of Duty doesn't go away in the future. Which I talked about this last week, but you were not here. Did you hear what Jim Ryan said about the Activision Blizzard deal and the offer that was given to him by Phil Spencer? Was offered, so it was three years after the original deal had gone through. So it's this year's Call of Duty and next year's Call of Duty, where PlayStation has the marketing rights. And then after that is up, they would get Call of Duty for three more years, and then they would either have to do another deal or it goes exclusive.
1: So they would have to do a deal with Microsoft to get exclusive for. No, no, just song?
0: to I, I don't know. If, I think it's just to get it, just to make sure Call of Duty stays multi-platform. Basically, yeah,
1: but who are they striking a deal with at that point when because after three years, his buyout is going to be pretty much done? So, yeah, that's what I
0: mean. It's well, Phil Spencer's the head of Xbox,
1: yeah. So, are they? I mean, I'm pretty sure Phil would do it, but are they doing it like are they asking Microsoft for the deal? Because then pretty much they no, no, no. no.
0: This is the deal that Phil Spencer offered, uh, Sony. Oh, oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
0: it's and it's pretty interesting because Phil Spencer has continued to say that. Of course, they're going to try to keep um, Call of Duty on PlayStation. But remember, he said a lot of the same things when they bought Bethesda. And it seems like all those games are going exclusive. When he said some will be exclusive, some will stay multi-platform, and it seems like that's not what's happening. So you have to take that into account. But again, when you're talking about a big uh, um, IP like Call of Duty... Which, if that was ever to go exclusive to Xbox... Lose,
1: it'll lose half. It'll lose it's almost its entire player base. Most p- p- players that play Call of Duty are PlayStation.
0: Yeah, but when you think about it this way, if you say three years after the original deal, that's when the next generation of consoles come out, which could be Microsoft's plan. And if it is, then they are going to be in big trouble with the FTC. Because they told the FTC they're going to make sure that it stays multi platform. So they could be in a lot of trouble if they do ever, if they ever do decide to do that. That's the thing. It, again, you don't mess with the FTC with
1: this. Right, but, but in a business standpoint, I don't think Phil should do it because it's no, a no, lot of money.
0: Yeah. No, it just doesn't, it wouldn't make sense. It's like if you try to make uh, Crash and Spyro uh, mm-hmm. Xbox exclusive, that would not work. At all, and just think about it you would if you continue to put a call of duty on PlayStation, you keep 70 percent of what you of what mm-hmm. is sold on PlayStation. I mean, 70 percent of the profits go to Xbox. Just think about it that way. I just don't not, think it'd be a good
1: idea. Yeah. Now, Sony might not get like the excuseless first party content now, like they might not get the content first, but still put it on. There. PlayStation. Yeah,
0: and this is what it's all about. They just want to make sure Call of Duty is staying on PlayStation. I believe it will be. I, I think it will, too. I think, I think so, too. But, I mean, this back and forth is just not looking good on both parties right now. It really isn't. And I'll tell you what, the sooner everything is settled with this deal, the better, and the more we can just focus on the games again. Alright, moving on to the big Grand Theft Auto 6 League. Oh, my God. God, I cannot believe this happened. It was over 90 videos and screenshots showing gameplay and just the environment. And oh my God, I I feel so bad for Rockstar that this happened because this should never happen. But an update to this, a 17-year-old was arrested in the UK in connection to the hack. So it looks like they caught the guy that hacked them. but oh man, the damage was done. And you know what the worst part about this is? You have people Mm -hmm. complaining that the game doesn't look great. Right. The game's not finished. It's still years away from being finished, and you're complaining about it now?
1: People hate. Like I said, it's easier to hate, man. Yeah. The shooting the shooting mechanics, look. I like the ragdoll physics in there. It reminds me of Red Dead.
0: Yeah, I never got a chance to look at the videos, so.
1: I seen, like, it was like a 10-second clip. It looks decent. A little bit of Red Dead, a little bit of GTA 4.
0: Now, some information that we got. It's going to take place in Vice City, which...
1: Okay. I haven't been in Vice City in one in forever.
0: Yeah, so that'll be very interesting. And then it'll have both a male and female protagonist.
1: Ah, the Assassin's Creed, (laughs) That'll be
0: interesting. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, Rockstar did not want this to get out. It got out, and... You know what else got out? Some remaster images of Red Dead
1: Redemption 1. I'm still waiting for a next-gen version of Red Dead 2.
0: Everybody is at this point. Oh, man, the big leak, and I just can't believe this happened. Now, this one, I was really upset about when I heard about this next story. Dan Allen Gamer, who is a YouTuber, a gaming YouTuber, was revealed as the real insider when he accidentally tweeted from his main account as the real insider. Now, for those of you that didn't hear about this, The Real Insider leaked the new Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and he also leaked some other things. And the problem with this was he signed a non-disclosure agreement. He later apologized for his actions, and the reason that he said he did this was because of, I believe he said it was like the thrill of it or the thing of knowing something and putting it out there. And this is a real problem. And then he also said that the other leaks that he had talked about, because he had also leaked like uh, two Silent Hill games were in development and a few other things. He said he lied about those to make the account more uh, credible. This is a problem because, first of all, he signed a non-disclosure agreement. And you can get sued for that. Second of all, he's... Trying he's to lying. Yeah. And second of all, he's a journalist. He's technically a journalist. And I have a degree in journalism. I'm just mad because there are four codes of ethics for journalism. And, you know, Meliodas, when we started this, I should have told you and the others about this. And I'm going to tell you about this right now. So the four codes of ethics, and this is from the Society of Professional Journalists. Seek truth and report it, minimize harm, act independently, and be accountable and transparent. And he broke Three of them. He broke three of the four codes of ethics. You break just one of them. You're done as a journalist. But breaking three of them, this, it's wrong on so many levels mm-hmm. for him to do that. And again, as a journalist, I just can't believe I'm seeing this. And he should have known better. He should have because he leaked something that he signed a non-disclosure agreement for. He also lied about some other leaks mm-hmm. or make like or he made like educated guesses, who knows. And then he makes a fake account as a leaker. It's just unbelievable. It really is and I am just so upset with this. When I heard about this, I the more upset I got because again, I mean this goes against everything that as a as a journalist that you're taught to do and again technically he's considered a journalist all right meliotis why don't you uh talk about the splinter cell remake and some information
1: that we got this week while i cool down a bit okay gotcha all right so ubisoft is putting a new spin on uh splinter cell remake i heard they're going to change up the story a little bit uh, what have i heard looks decent um so hopefully this it, um Gets a lot of new people on Splinter Cell. So. Using the first Spinner Cell game as a foundation, we are rewriting and updating the story for a modern-day audience. Wow. Yeah. So, like I said, they're they're tweaking the story, <laughs> not just a little bit, by a lot. So, uh, I think it's a good and a it's it's like you're playing with fire while you're drenched in gasoline. And I'm I'm just this, this is why I say this because it could go right and everyone loves it where it can go wrong and it's like what did you do ubisoft so from the track record of ubisoft right now especially with assassin's Creed games especially valhalla was okay but they realized their mistakes with valhalla um what is the odyssey and um origins Origins. yeah there aren't bad games but like the almost the last true Assassin's game that you actually played and you feel like an assassin was Assassin's Creed. What is it? Revelations. You're playing Valhalla. Um, Abort doesn't want to be an assassin at all. He thinks it's the dumbest thing on the planet. Odyssey. I forget. I forget the guy's name in Odyssey. I haven't played in years. He somewhat. We need be here to help yeah. out. with That. He's somewhat interested in being an assassin, but again, he doesn't care. I think Origins, I haven't really played Origins, but I think he was somewhat like, more interested in being an assassin. But what I'm trying to say is they're going back to their roots with Assassin's Creed Mirage. So them remaking and revamping the Splinter Cell is not a bad idea if they do it right.
0: Yeah, when you are taking a game like Splinter Cell, you're putting into, uh, for modern-day audiences, it can work and it also cannot work. Is it going to be like the reboot uh, Tomb Raider trilogy? Because Crystal Dynamics, we talked about that earlier, they did a great job with those games. Did a great job bringing Tomb Raider into the modern world or is it going to be like Bomberman? The reboot of Bomberman with...
1: Oh, no. Yeah, we don't need that.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. I brought up some bad memories for some people, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, It really is a two-edged sword sometimes when you're talking about a game like this. And Ubisoft has an up and down track record. So we have to talk about that. It could work. It could be fun. But we have to wait and see. That's what we're in right now. Wait and see mode. And hopefully it works out. Moving on, EA and Marvel are going to be working together on a new Iron Man game. Yeah. So now we have... The I think this was actually leaked a few weeks ago. Yeah, now we have the Iron Man game that is in development. So, this one is being developed by Modem Motive, who is making the Dead Space remake. It's a single player game, third person action adventure.
1: Is it linear or is it you don't know? We don't know yet.
0: Uh, we're not sure yet. And it's also being led by the person who worked on Guardians of the Galaxy,
1: the movie or the game, the game.
0: I, don't know I mean, it, it, so it sounds promising. It sounds yeah. promising, but the only thing that throws you off is EA. But other yeah. than
1: that, it sound, sounds promising. Yeah. But
0: it looks like EA is doing things right. And I'll tell you what, Iron Man. I think a lot a lot of people have been waiting for a good Iron Man game, or just a decent Iron Man game, because
1: it it it,
0: sh- it astonishes me the fact that nobody's figured out how to make an Iron Man game. I mean, we have the movie tying game, but it's a movie tying game. So no. Just know, and hopefully this game turns out pretty good. But when you look at the Marvel games that are in development, there's a lot of them now. There is a lot of those games in development. I mean, you have Spider-Man Two and Wolverine, uh, the Captain America Black Panther game that's set during that's, World War II.
1: Hey, hey, if they do that right because it's not T'Challa. It's yeah, it's his
0: grandfather. Grandfather, so that's gonna be the Iron Man good.
1: game, and then the
0: rumored Black Panther game, right? And that might have been what I was talking about earlier. I think there was also a rumored Iron Man game as well, but I know a Black Panther game is being rumored as in development. But yeah, this is pretty interesting.
1: Also, Marvel, what is the Marvel Knights? Oh yeah, Midnight Suns. Thank you. Midnight Sun. I yeah, thought it was all right. missing
0: one. Alright, moving on. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Got some information that is kind of surprising and confusing. It's also coming to PlayStation 4. But... Not the Xbox One. Okay, this is weird. This is very weird. I don't understand why not just make it a current gen game. Why would you go last? Why would you go last gen and only on the PlayStation Four? Maybe because the Xbox One still has those limitations.
1: No, Maybe. no, I I figured it out. All right. Capcom wasn't a Capcom. What a Japanese company. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people in Japan still have. They've rarely played there. Um, not rarely, but the Xbox doesn't sell well in Japan. We all know that. So yeah.
0: Well, this just coming to, to the Series XS.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is a lot of consumers down in Japan have PlayStation. Yeah. So by not everyone has a PS5. And Capcom is mainly a, not mainly, but Capcom is a Japan company. Or Japanese company, sorry. Why not put it on a PS4? as well i mean that's that's pretty good logic as well why not put it yeah why not put it on the ps4 as well it's like they yeah but this brings oh sorry no this also
0: brings up an interesting conversation the fact that people are still complaining that we don't have that we still have games coming out on the last gen but this is pretty much what happens when a new console comes out i mean we still get some cross-gen games Mm -hmm. i mean and it's a third-party studio, so it does make sense that it, we do see some cross-gen right now. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the first party is moving away from that. And after God of War Ragnarok, I don't know if Sony's going to be doing another cross-gen game. I think it's just PlayStation 5 after Ragnarok. Ragnarok and Ragnarok, Ragnarok started as a PlayStation 4 game. Is said on PS4? Huh?
1: They're putting Ragnarok on PS4?
0: No, it started on the PlayStation 4 then got moved over to PlayStation 5 based on how- No, I'm saying owned.
1: when Ragnarok comes out it's a playable on the PS4 as well. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, It I was the same was thing the with PS4. Horizon
0: Forbidden West because Horizon Forbidden West started out as a PlayStation 4 game and then was moved over to PlayStation 5 when they realized how long it was going to take to make the game. So, I mean, it makes sense. Seems a little weird, but eh, we've seen weirder in gaming. All right, and the last thing we wanted to talk about is we're going to get our first look at the Super Mario Brothers animated movie at the New York Comic-Con on October 6th. So just a few weeks away. I have no idea what to expect from this. I really don't. Yeah, Melio, do you got anything?
1: Super Mario animated. Is it animated like Cartoony or animated like the Sonic movie?
0: No, I I believe it's animated. No, it's an actual
1: animated movie. Like the
0: Sonic movie? No, 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 no. It's actually animated. Like an actual oh. animated. Yeah, uh, Chris Pratt's playing Mario and a few other well-known uh, actors and actresses. Oh, are that voices, one. But I cannot remember who they are right now. That one.
1: Uh, why is Chris Pratt playing Mario?
0: I have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess. But I, that threw me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> why is he playing Mario? But anyway.
0: I, I, I don't know. Although the uh, voice of Mario in the games is also making a voice in this film. We just don't know what it is.
1: Why is the person that does the voice of Mario? Oh, I don't know. If I talk about that, I'm going forever. Yeah. It sounds like it could be good. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And again, I just don't know
0: what to expect from this because we all know the track record with video game movies. And it seems like they are getting better, but they still have a long way to go. All right, guys, that was the gaming news for tonight. As always, I'm Diggs Gaming. And it's been your boy,
1: Sermonionis.
0: We'll see you guys next time. Peace.